welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I wanted to kind of like do some thinking back, right? I wanted to... You know, try not to get too far away from the reason that we do overlanding. Um, it's really easy to get kind of caught up in videos about gear reviews or videos about, you know, different products that you have or want or like or whatever. You know, it seems like everybody talks a lot about gear, right? That's that's what most people talk about. I do a lot of gear reviews, so myself included. Um, but today I wanted to kind of go back to basics and talk about like the things that I look forward to the most when I go on an overlanding trip. And again, these are my personal things that I look forward to. These are the reasons why I think I'm so into overlanding. Um, but I wanted to kind of get creative juices flowing and start a conversation with you guys because I'd love it if you guys could post up in the comments below and sort of tell me, you know, if you look for similar things or if you're excited about other things. There may be other things that I'm just not really thinking about, but I want to make sure that I am appreciating everything when I go on a trip. Um, I actually have a, a trip coming up in a couple weeks that I'm super, super excited about. It's nothing super special. There's not going to be a lot of exploring. It's it's kind of to Hoosier National Forest, which I already know pretty well. It's more of a camping trip, um, but there will be a lot of camaraderie. There'll be a lot of, you know, good food being eaten, a lot of good beer being drank, some cigars smoked, I'm sure, and it's just going to be a great time. So, you know, that kind of gave me the idea for today's episode. I just want to talk through like things that I'm most excited about for every overlanding trip I take. Um, before we dive into that, did just want to, of course, touch on my featured partners, as always. Uh, Rugged Bound, awesome, awesome manufacturer of roof racks, rooftop tents, awnings, super high-quality stuff. Um, definitely click through that link in the description below to check them out. Uh, Last US Bags, I talk about these guys all the time. I know. I love these guys. Their stuff is awesome. They have awesome bags meant for overlanders. Um, and they're different than a lot of the other companies because they have folks that are really into overlanding running it. So like when they come up with an idea and they come up with new ideas all the time, they're sort of revolutionary and I really appreciate that. Um, so check them out through the link in the description below. Uh, Overland Addict, again, amazing guy, amazing company. They take great care of their customers. Um, cool place in Nixon, Missouri. Also online, if you click through that link below, it'll take you to his website where you can check out all the stuff that he's got for sale. Um, if you see something you like, definitely, you know, consider picking it up from him versus like an Amazon because, you know, it's good to support those little guys, the guys that are trying really hard to help us overlanders make sure we've got the gear that we need. Um, and he's better, right? He'll just take better care of you, I promise. Um, and then last but not least, Northology Adventures fantastic tons of stuff on this website so definitely click through this link and go check them out they do like custom led overlanding trips so they will just flat out take you especially if you're newer and you're in like the wisconsin upper peninsula michigan area they do trips all the time where you can just go out and like tag along and go hang out and explore and get to see cool new stuff from an expert that knows the area really well um, and they also do a free monthly digital overlanding slash outdoor adventure magazine that is just amazing um, i definitely recommend checking that out as well so but without further ado let's dive into the episode talking about my favorite reasons why I go on overlanding trips and what I look forward to the most. That was long. Sorry. Here we go. All right, guys and girls. So 
As I mentioned today, I'm going to be talking about the things that I look forward to the most. And part of the reason I'm doing this, as I mentioned, is that I am getting ready to go on a trip in a couple weeks that I'm super excited about. Um, if you follow the channel, if you've heard anything else that I've said, uh, we are looking, my family, I've got a couple of young kids, I've got a wife. Uh, we are we are actually purchasing a new house in a couple of months, which means that my overlanding schedule has been really messed up, right? Like I haven't been, I think I took my eight-year-old camping like a month and a half ago, and that was the last time I've been. So that... It's really hurting my soul right now, right? Like it, it actually is like physically painful for me to sit here and think, oh, I still have two more weeks before I get to go on the next trip, which I'm really excited about. So it's kind of almost been two months. So, you know, that being said, just for all of you folks, especially if you're newer or if you're not and you have a full-time job and you just, you know, you get out when you can, but it isn't as frequently as you want, don't feel bad. All these people online talking about all these amazing trips, some of them really do get to get out that much. Some people, it's really in their backyard. Um, for me, it's not. It's at least a couple hours away to my local national forest with some dispersed camping. Um, but that's the reality of it, right? So um, that's, again, what kind of made me think about this was I am like going through withdrawal. Like it's been so long since I've been on a trip that I am now just like I'm like living vicariously through my planning spreadsheet. Like I have a whole spreadsheet that I've put together and it has like the food listed out. I've, I've planned my recipes. I've started to make a, a shopping list to go and get groceries so that I've got all the stuff that I need because I want to go all out on this trip. I want to have like shrimp and steak and I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. Like I want to try new recipes. I'm going to actually try and like cook, cook, not just do canned stuff or like flash frozen stuff, like really cook some good stuff on this trip. Um, and I'll be bringing back some video and stuff. I may do an episode on like the recipes that I try on this trip afterwards. So I'm, I'm also planning on getting a lot of content for you guys. So I'm just super excited about the trip because it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but so that being said, I wanted to kind of break this up into a few sections like I typically try to do. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, so let's dive into the first one. The first one, what I get most excited about when I go on an overlanding trip is the exploration. Right. Like, you know, some of this stuff is done on road. So sometimes a lot of the times, actually, at least on my trips coming out of the Midwest, out of Indiana, I got to go a long way to get to someplace. So when I went to West Virginia, it was about 10 hours each way. When I went to the UP, it's about 10, 11 hours one way. When I went to uh, Springfield, Missouri for the Moore uh, Expo in February, that was about 10, 11 hours away. Um Planning to go to LBL sometime this summer, that's about six hours away. So, like, there is a lot of highway stuff, unless you are lucky enough to be in a place where you can still get off-road and really explore. Um, so, you know, that part of it for me is a little bit difficult because it's not so exciting. But I watch these other people online and I see them, like, really getting out and exploring, and I'm so jealous. Um, for me, my exploring happens pretty much when I get to the National Forest. But still, I think that's pretty typical for a lot of us, right? Like, I, I don't think a lot of us live... You know, there are definitely some that live out west that, you know, they drive five minutes and they're they're on a gravel road. And then they're on, a like, a totally non-maintained forest road. And then they're on, like, a trail, right? Like, a hardcore trail. The Ozarks being some one of those that I kind of think of. Um, you know, Venture to Rome, uh, Will from Venture to Rome. I'll put a link in the description to his channel. He's out in Idaho. Yeah, I'm probably saying this wrong. Iowa, Idaho. I don't know. They're all the same out there. They start with an I. 
Idaho, I believe, is where he is. But he like he's shown me like a map as he's planning, and it's like mountains and rivers and water crossings, and like it's he could literally walk out in his backyard and and have this beautiful view and and be in a place that's more beautiful than anything I can get to in Indiana. Not complaining, but just saying, just stating a fact, right? So for some people, the exploring is the whole journey, and that's really awesome. That's what I really want to get to someday. I really want to go out west, and and like every day is a is a journey. But even on my shorter trips, I mean, once I get through the highway stuff and I get to a place, there is still a ton of exploring to be done. So even if you are a weekend, you know, warrior, see the description for patches, weekend warrior patches for sale, click on the store link. Um, when, if you're a weekend warrior like me and you just kind of get out whenever you can, like maybe a Friday to Sunday kind of a deal, like a two-nighter, three-day kind of deal, um, there's still a lot of fun to be had. So I'll, I'll reference that West Virginia trip that I went on a couple of years ago, a few years ago. Um, you know, it was about 10 hours of driving. We started in the evening, afternoon, evening, and we drove till about midnight. And then we stopped at a rest stop and slept for like an hour or two. It was smoldering hot. It was like September, summer still, um, early September, late August. And then got up and drove, you know, six, seven, eight more hours the next day until we got there. And so that was a bit of a slog. But once we got there, then we were in like water crossings and rocky gravel roads and, and exploring and checking out new things. And it was unlike anything I've ever seen in Indiana. Like their forests are almost primordial. Primordial? Their forests are almost primordial, right? Like they, they have these like giant leafed plants and ferns and all this cool stuff. It was really beautiful. Um, but like then I'm telling you like that once we finally hit those woods after that deadly long drive, right? That awful, painful, hot drive there um it was just it woke me right up it was it was so beautiful there was so much stuff to see you know beautiful views off mountaintops and ridges and stuff uh, even our first night's campsite was like we pulled up and it was a spot that you know one of the guys that had kind of planned the trip had heard from like a facebook person this is a spot you should check out we pull up to this spot and we get out of our trucks and it's like there's like a, a creek or a river or something running right past the site right down a, a short little hill um, there was a picnic table that looked like it had been there since a hundred thousand years ago like covered in moss and stuff built out of timbers you know that big around like 10 inches across and it was just beautiful it was so cool so again just pulling up to this place with this amazing foliage and a river slash creek flowing right nearby and like old school picnic table and stuff and like we were in the middle of nowhere we didn't see i think we maybe saw one car that whole entire night um come down that trail it's technically a road where we were um but it was just amazing it was awesome and so like to find that place was really cool and then that kind of defined the whole trip like every day we would go out and we would hit trails and some of it was like amazing rock crawling type stuff water crossings um hill climb type stuff really really cool amazing trails in like national forests and state forests and things like that um but then we would settle down each night and we would find a new spot with an amazing view and like i'm thinking of the first night there was this amazing view i'll try and put up here for you we're just a little bit down the, the road. So again, we could have just sat in camp. We could have just started to drink some beers, which we did, um, and just stayed there. But one of the guys is like, I'm going to go hike down the road a little bit and just see if I can find anything. And then he comes back and he's like, you guys have to come down here. And we went down there and this is the view that we saw. It's like a, a little like crowded trail that you would have missed really easily driving past it. But walking, he saw it. 
And we walk down it and it just opens up to this like rock face and this overview of these mountains. And like this big ditch, like big gully. And again, we are right on this river slash creek up the road, like a quarter mile maybe. And then it just plummets off and there's just like a giant drop off from this, this overview. And it was one of the coolest things ever. And the sun was setting and it was just beautiful, right? So... Again, something that I would have never seen if I'm sitting in my house watching TV, if I'm, you know, even sitting in my own backyard having a fire in my fire pit, that's better than nothing, but it's still just not the same as exploring and getting out there and, you know, checking out new stuff, seeing what you can find. You know, it was it was also really neat that it was not only something that I've never seen, but, but it added another layer of coolness that maybe barely anybody has seen, right? Like, I feel like me documenting this thing and sharing it with people is something that probably a lot of people have never seen. Um, even if it is a fairly well-traveled place for overlanders and there are other people that are aware of it, it's still a very small fraction of the population, right? There just aren't many people that have seen something like that. And I just think that's so cool. There's Not only is it pretty, not only is it fun, not only is it nice to be surrounded by nature, but it's just neat to find stuff that maybe no one else has ever seen or very few people have ever seen. Um, so the exploring aspect of it is definitely one of the things that I look forward to the most when I go on an overlanding trip. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So, but next, um, once you're in camp, right? So kind of tying into that story of, you know, walking a little ways and finding that, that overlook, I actually really enjoy the, like the practice of setting up all my stuff, of deploying my awning, deploying my tent, like getting all my stuff ready because after years and years and years of optimization and planning and, and, you know, permanentization, permanentization, that's not a word, making stuff more permanent in my rig. Now I, I have a spot for everything. I know where stuff are, stuff is in my drawer. I know where stuff is in my drawers. I know where, you know, my, my propane is and how quickly and easily I can attach it to my stove. I've got my fridge. I know where everything is. So like, I actually really enjoy it now. It's not, such a pain like it used to be where I really didn't know where stuff was and I was using crates and dumping stuff into it and then one trip would be in the left crate and the next trip would be on the right crate and the next one would be in the middle like it actually setting up was kind of a pain and I always kind of hated it I would delay it because I just didn't enjoy it but now it's like boom awning up attach the two straps at the end boom undo the latches rooftop tent up grab my ladder out of the back set up my ladder pull out my drawers, open my fridge, grab a beer, grab water, right? Like, yeah, I know where everything is. I can set up my lights really quickly. I can set up my, all my stuff just goes right up. And then boom, it's like, I was just on the trails and now I am, you know, deployed and comfortable at camp. And so I actually really enjoy that stuff as well. And then, you know, like I mentioned before, like that, that view in, in West Virginia was amazing. Um, in Georgia, you know, meeting a, a random stranger to pick up a rooftop tent and then asking the guy, hey, where, you know, do you have recommendations? A couple, two, three, four hours north, where could we stop that would be cool that we could disperse camp? And getting those recommendations, getting to go to like Jack's River Falls and sleep right on the river, right? Like with the, the sound of the water flowing right by while we were sleeping all night. And it was a new place that we'd never been. And we met the folks in the van that, with the grilled cheese and like, Again, I'll put tags up to these videos. <laughs> if you haven't seen these, this is going to make a lot of sense to you. But um, 
but yeah, like just there's so many cool things that happen when you explore around camp, right? When you when you find new camps, when you you make the journey the destination, right? Like just going out there and hitting those gravel roads and and then happening upon a spot that was a beautiful campsite is just it's breathtaking, right? Like it's really cool and it's again not something that a lot of people have seen or done. Um I had a campsite this was a long time ago, almost 4 years ago now, where I one of my first trips in my almost stock Xterra was to the Trans Wisconsin Adventure Trail. Um and the very first night we literally just randomly turned down a gravel road, sandy gravel road, and we're like, "Let's go see what's back here." And it ended up dead ending on like a body of water, like some sort of a pond or a reservoir or something like that. Where where I was parked, you could walk, you know, 20 steps and you're on the water. And it was beautiful and there was just a sound of like crickets and frogs all night to fall asleep to. And it was it was one of the coolest things. Like that was literally one of my first overlanding trips out of state that I've ever taken. And so for the first night to randomly stumble upon that, that kind of set that hook with me, right? Where like having a good campsite, finding a good campsite, being comfortable in your campsite is really something to look forward to, especially as I get better and better at it. As I do it more and more, it's less of a struggle and it's more fun. It's something now that I actually look forward to. So that's number two. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So then the last one. Um, one of my other favorite things that I look forward to the most, and it, it kind of depends on whether I'm going by myself or whether I'm going with others, but let's kind of start with if I'm going with others. If I'm going with somebody else or some other people, another group of people, um, the camaraderie is just awesome, right? So like most of the times it's one of two things for me. It's either people that I know really well and I've gone with a lot on a lot of trips, like, you know, a Jeremiah from Overland Pioneers, or there are a couple of Indiana guys that I've been with several times, West Virginia trip I did with them. I mean, I've done several trips with these same guys to Hoosier National Forest. Um, there's another guy that I met um, that I didn't know, and that was kind of the other way, right? If there's if there's a group of people I don't know, um, then there's also fun in that. So you either have the the like the joy of getting to reconnect with people that you haven't seen in a while, maybe getting to spend some more time together, catch up, or you get new people, you know, in a in a group, but you know already they're out there to do overlanding. They have some sort of a capable rig because they got to the spot, right? And so they understand and they enjoy talking about modification of vehicles, off-roading, gear you know, that kind of stuff. So you get to meet people, you get to hear their stories, and it's a lot of fun. It's it's more fun for some reason around a campfire than it is, like, in your backyard. If if you've never been overlanding before, and this is the first time you've ever heard about it, and you're just like, what is this guy talking about? Picture it like having a fire in a fire pit in your backyard, right, and drinking some beers with, with friends, or, or having new people, or like moving into a new neighborhood, and having your neighbors over to a fire in your backyard. There's just something special about it, right? There's just something magical. But when you add that added layer of the fact that you had to like explore and overcome some sort of obstacles, even if it's like gravel, forest roads, or something that would put a lot of people off to get to the location where you're at, um, there's something special about that, right? And it just deepens that bond and deepens that connection when you're out there. And again, just getting to know these people and talk to them and, and kind of get a little insight into their lives and get to share some of your lives and tell funny stories and laugh. Sounds a little mushy, but it, it really, there is really something special about it. And I'm kind of a loner. 
So, but I, but I'm also a social person. Obviously, as you can tell, I can talk someone's ear off like your guys' ears. Um, so sorry about that. But you know, there is something really cool about that. There is a lot of fun to be had with getting to know people and getting to you know tell your own funny stories and and kind of you know engender your friendship with these people as you get to know them more. Um, the other sort of way to look at this is a lot of the times I go solo. So if you're more of a solo person, if you are are not super social, that's fine too. I still look forward to it. I look forward to it either way. If people are coming, that's fine. Sometimes I almost prefer to go by myself because, you know, I have a couple small kids. I'm kind of used to a lot of constant motion, constant noise. And um, and sometimes it's just nice to get away and just like have a night where there's no noise, right? Or no no human noises, I guess I should say. But just the sound of bugs and crickets and frogs and birds and squirrels and coyotes and that sort of stuff as you, you know, enjoy a beautiful environment and have a relaxing fire. Um, you know, I'll read books. I will, you know, do some like wood pro like doing the around camp stuff for me is a lot of fun. Um, I'll drink some good beer. I will, again, like I mentioned, try to make some good food, have something that maybe I wouldn't have at home or something that's really good over a campfire. Um, smoke a cigar, that kind of stuff, right? So just like enjoy myself, kind of slow down a little bit, get away from the daily grind. My my day job is, you know, client-related, client success type stuff. And I love my clients and I love talking to them and taking care of them. But it's, you know, eight, nine hours a day of doing that. And then eventually sometimes I just want to shut up. I just want to not have to talk. I want to have no responsibilities, right? I want to be like, you know what? It's four o'clock in the afternoon. All my stuff is set up. I need to get some firewood, but I've got till 6, 37 o'clock when it's going to start getting dark to do that. I'm going to sit and I'm going to drink a beer. I'm going to smoke a cigar and I'm going to read a book with no like obligation whatsoever. There is, again, something magical about that for me anyways. Um, so th those were kind of my three things, guys. But again, the intention of this is I wanted to kind of talk with you guys about it again. I'm dying on the vine here. I'm ready for this next trip that's coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, it's been too long since I've been out in the woods. So it's literally just running through my mind constantly. Like, what do I look forward to? I Like, these things keep popping up. I keep thinking about exploring. I keep thinking about trying to find a new spot for this. I keep thinking about, like, showing this to my buddy that I'm going to meet up with who has never been here before. Um, and then I'm looking forward to, like, hanging out with him and shooting some videos and getting to shoot the shit, you know, and just talk with the guy. Um <clears throat> So what about you guys though, right? I want to hear from you guys in the comments. What do you look forward to the most? Do you look forward to trying out new gear? Do you look forward to food? Do you look forward to beer? Do you look forward to being with your family? Do you look forward to being away from your family? Like what are the things that you guys look forward to when you go on an overlanding trip? I'm just curious. Um, so thanks as always for listening. If you're on the podcast, thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, um, as always, in the description down below are links to all my featured partners, like I mentioned. Uh, there's a link to my store. I do have a ton of, like, really, I think, really cool patches. I don't know if anybody else thinks that. Nobody buys them. I'm kidding. Some people buy them. But if more people bought them, that'd be great. Um, also, some stickers, all things overlanding stickers, patches, some funny patches, too, if you're looking for funny overlanding patches to add to your collection. Um, also, links to Facebook, Instagram, the podcast if you're on YouTube, YouTube if you're on the podcast, right? Like... Anywhere that you guys want to hang out with me, I would love to have you. Shoot me an email. Let me know if you have any questions. Anything I can do to help, I'm happy to do it. Um, but as always, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you listening and uh, watching on YouTube. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. So take care. Have a good week. Get out there and explore. And we'll talk to you next week.